Perfect. Thank you. We have begun. Uh, oh, have we started? Yeah. Okay. Officially started. I mean, I'll edit whatever I need to edit out. That's true. But... I mean, there's not really a start until someone laughs. <laughs> All right. Um. No. So, you're here. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. So welcome, James. Uh, this is a first for me. Yeah. On not only being on a podcast uh -huh. that's publicly Available. broadcasted. Yeah. To a lot of major streaming services. I am not one to be on camera so this is also new oh so we have just new stuff all around you yeah well congrats uh thank you for having me on i appreciate it thanks for being here would you like to tell the general population what you do who you are what your likes are anything about you really well hi my name is james vaughn soon to be cloud um about me i went to a and m i went to a and m for engineering uh, manufacturing and mechanical we are a very legitimate in uh, degree. New to companies, because apparently they just see like, oh, you're not mechanical? Nah, sorry, we won't. Anyways, <laughs> I'm getting off track. I could talk about that all day. Mm -hmm. I work in the local area at a uh, company called Prime. I am in BIM modeling. It's okay. business, uh, building information, uh, building information modeling. Yeah. Essentially design the infrastructure of buildings in a 3D space on Revit. Okay. And then I submit them. So you use Revit. I use Revit. Yeah, I do actually. I know that you and your company you use Revit. We do use Revit. Revit. This is not important at all to the topic, no, but we no. have found some common ground, which is interesting no. across our fields. But I guess some small points on like I'm working on the Intel chip plant that's going in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Eventually, probably going to be working on the TI plant in Sherman, as well as the Samsung plant that's going to be built in Austin. Super exciting. So semiconductors blown up. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, and I mean, very off topic, but I mean, they need to, yes, because we've had such difficulties with them overseas. Right. We actually need a home base for them to be developed and further right. exported from our own country. Yeah, the Biden administration's actually uh, did the Chip Act to bring semiconductor manufacturing to America. Yeah, and that's phenomenal. That's what that's what we're doing. All right, great. But well, that is also a separate topic. Now we've solved that problem. <laughs> in case anybody was wondering about semiconductor manufacturing in the right. U.S. Do people even know what semiconductors are? Probably not, but they're important to your daily lives. Yes. <laughs> and what are we going to be going over today, James? Uh, today, I wanted to... Uh, sorry, I didn't want... I would love to talk about EVs. All right. Well, since you would love to, I guess we will. Um, so I have just the basic understanding of EVs right. because... I didn't do my research ahead of time. Um, and so I'm going to be I letting did. you... Just a little. Yeah, I'm going to be letting you tell me what you know about EVs. And I'll be like the average American in not knowing much about it. You know? Great. Uh, at the same point, I am terrified of that. Because I would have to represent the people who would be considered knowledgeable on EVs. Oh, it's entirely on you. Yeah. Well... But, but no, you know, no worries, though. You got this. I'm thank you. Proud of you yeah. um, well... I guess I can start off with saying with EVs, it's generally becoming a more popular uh, consideration in everyone's journey. Like they're now considering having solar panels on their the roofs, more mm -hmm. renewable energy is being used. Mm -hmm. People don't want to have to 
albeit pay for a lot of the expenses that are dealing with gas and a lot of the other things that can come with it and a lot of the maintenance costs, they want to switch to being a more eco-friendly type of lifestyle. Yeah. And they want to reduce their carbon footprint. So we're having this entire social switch into this renewable energy. It's becoming actually not just a thing we feel like is necessary, but actually a popular thing to do just in general society. Exactly. I mean, there was that big push from like 2000 to now about people wanting to eat healthier. Yeah. Like back in the day, like when our parents were growing up, like they didn't care they didn't about care. what they ate. Nobody they cared care about what was in their food. And now nobody you, looked at the label. And now you look at one egg and if it doesn't say organic, you don't want it. No. And you go with the other option. Exactly. And now manufacturers are switching to be the more healthy option because that's what we want. I swear I, I would have seen probably the same, if not more EV commercials than I do regular car commercials True. today. You're not wrong. I do and, see a lot more EV commercials these days. And... It's really because in a lot of states, they're going to be switching over to strictly EV. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say EV, is uh, people understand like electric vehicles, electric vehicles, electric motors in general. We should mention that. Yeah, <laughs> EVs is going to be. I electric feel like that's vehicles. an important thing, <laughs> right? Uh, but electric motors in general, and we're not mm-hmm. talking just about um, cars. We're talking about like anything that has to do mm-hmm. deal with a gas-powered engine, right? Or a diesel-powered engine, or a methane powered engine like yeah all of the current tools that we use that are relied on gas or um, i should say like natural gas or mm-hmm. anything crude oil or any fossil fuels they are eventually going to be hopefully phased out right. in the next 10 to 15 years and we're trying to accelerate it because ever since the 2000s we've been worried about the global climate and the impact that the human population has been leaving behind mm-hmm. and it's only a ramping it's only right. a ramping impact that we leave. Yeah. And and it's not just with like, I mean, we've been leaving an impact since the beginning of time. Like, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, as we, we do, we, ter- we terraform the earth to what we want. We're an impactful species. We need fuel. Yeah. So we burn oil. So yeah, that's right. what we do. I mean, they did that with whales. They, they the blubber, they blubber and they yeah. used it for whale oil, which was used for a lot of like candles. And mm-hmm. please forgive me if I get a lot of my facts wrong. I'm doing my best with the knowledge I have. Great. I like the knowledge you have. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to make, because I thought about this earlier today, and which is why I wore like the same hoodie mm-hmm. that I was wearing earlier yesterday. But, and because the, my hoodie, if for those, if you're listening, it's the, it shows an image from Fantasia. Mm-hmm. And we all know the famous movie from Fantasia. It's where Mickey Mouse, like, is the apprentice, I believe, to a magician, uh, right. a wizard. Yeah. And the wizard walks away. He, Mickey puts on his hat mm-hmm. and then he has the power to conduct magic. And I like to consider that the same thing that we have with EV technology. Okay. Please explain. It is the comparison I like to draw to it is that with EV technology, we are dealing with a new sense of technology that we didn't popularize or really go into innovating until recent. Okay. I mean, we've always had EVs. We've always had battery technology. So we've, we've always, had the technology. I mean, but one of used it. I mean, in during the beginning of, and I'm gonna I, again. I apologize. I'm gonna get. I get thrown around. I'm, I mm-hmm. jump around whenever I talk. And I'll come back to for sure the Fantasia. And it's the fact that we are dealing with power that we don't fully like have progressed and innovated to completely consider yeah. the lasting impacts. Because like in the movie, he puts on the hat and he makes mm-hmm. the iconic. I want to make everything clean itself mm-hmm. or take care of itself yeah. and sweep and mop and all of it. But then it ends up causing chaos because he didn't he realized he started a chain of events that ended up flooding 
I believe flooding his entire little layer right, or yeah. causing an impact. And that's what I like to consider the same kind of impact that EVs might create and mm. other things like with battery technology that we're not completely dealing with the imp- the global impact. Yeah. And it's because like when we want to innovate these batteries, like all of our phones that come with lithium ion batteries, very popular battery. And it's mm-hmm. not only because it's light, it's can be rechargeable to a very efficient and it has a good energy density. And mm-hmm. I can go into that later, but it's the fact that when our phones are thrown away, we don't worry about it because it, it's gone. It's out of our sight. It was no longer a problem to deal with, but yeah, we don't care what the repercussions of this thing. We don't see anymore. Exactly. You know, somebody else's problem. Exactly. We always yeah. consider it someone else's problem, mm-hmm. but this is just going to be thrown away into a landfill. And a lot of the battery technology is popular. That's popular right now is with the renewable ener- renewable batteries. Mm-hmm. These are, and I'm going to make sure that I get these quotes. These are used different, um, most common chemistries for these batteries. And not only in handheld batteries, mostly are lithium ions, but in for like EVs, because mm-hmm. those are a big important topics for us to talk about, are lithium ion. They're the nickel manganese cobalt, the NMC, the nickel metal hydride, the lithium sulfurs, the lead acids. And we're also talking about like cobalt batteries, the different kinds and structures in the actual makeup of a lot of these batteries. Like Tesla yeah. has a very efficient battery and people love Tesla's battery and Tesla loves its battery, of course. I'm but, sure it does. <laughs> um, it's when we have to dispose of these batteries, mm-hmm. it leaves a lasting impact because okay. if we don't recycle them correctly, they can leak harmful and toxic metals into our landfills, into our water supplies, into the local environment. And it can, I mean, later down the line, we don't know what it's like, but who knows 50 70 100 years from now could be bad landfills could be a toxic area to to be in right and so are you here to tell us how terrible evs are no uh, or i'm how sorry i'm sorry good they are i'm, I'm feel free feel free to tell us what EVs, you want to tell us ev and ev technology like it's it's beautiful what we can do like we mm-hmm. can talk more about how harmful everything else is but we can talk about how beautiful EVs can be. Okay. Like, so we know the destructive side. We know the destructive side. We'll know more about it in 70 to 100 years. Hopefully not right. so much as you mentioned. <laughs> right. But what what are they doing for us now? What what can we expect of them? And how did we even like, get here? Well, actually, uh, one of the... Like during the beginning of like creating motor vehicles, like you had the Model T, like with Ford. Right. Everyone knows the Model T. Everyone thinks like, oh, that like Ford when they they developed the assembly line that we use, Mm -hmm. and they popularized a lot of the manufacturing methods. And Mm -hmm. actually, up until maybe 1900 or 1910, electric vehicles were around, and they held the land speed record for the fastest vehicle at the time before gas powered vehicles. And it wasn't until like. EV technology were just they were just more expensive at the time yeah. and they weren't very popular uh-huh. uh, because they were different maintenance more costly for them I mean at the time right it was cheaper to just get a gas powered engine and for us at the time like we, so we had tons of gas mm-hmm. so and it wasn't a problem it wasn't a it problem it was easier there was more manufacturers most people had these so why go with a different option yeah. and we had combustion engines everywhere so right. why why wouldn't we use the same engine in our cars exactly and EVs they I mean, I sorry. I'm again. I'm, I apologize for talking all about the the negative side of it in the beginning. But EVs no, do uh, they do provide a beautiful future of what we can be, and that's mm-hmm. to be have a renewable sense mm-hmm. in our daily life. That's 
no longer needing to drill into the earth and instead look to the renewable energies that we currently use like right. this solar like the hydroelectric mm -hmm. like the biothermal to the geothermal to the uh what else am i missing i'm missing i feel like so many more uh wind 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 thermal yeah. like there's so many different options for the yeah. renewable energy so instead of like drilling into our ground fracking even fracking. so and then burning all these fossil fuels and coals which mm -hmm. obviously we all know we do a lot of we can turn to these other sources of energy and it's not just like let's put a solar panel on our roof like you said we right. have hydroelectric we have wind wheels we have all these things that we don't really consider powerful right because coal has taken over so much of our mainframe but they are in existence, and the more we popularize it, the more we can turn to these renewable energies. Right. I remember yeah. when I was in early years of high school that one of the first things to, like, consider was a, like, solar panel tile that you would replace yeah. all the roads in America with, and it would power uh, the U.S. easily. Mm -hmm. It would probably power it three times fold of what we needed, mm -hmm. at least at the time. I don't know if it's different now, but, I mean, the thought of, like, Tesla offers solar roof. Yeah, it has a solar right. panel type tile that you can replace your entire roof and power your house. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the efficiency of it. I bet it works pretty well. But I'm sure it does. Imagine I see if, it. imagine if every roof on America had a solar panel roof. Yeah, I feel like it'd be a hot country. <laughs> yeah, it would be. But yeah. it, it would definitely save. It would save so much power. It would so much needing for the like stress on the electric grid and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there are so many pluses to it. I mean, I'm like, I like to see both sides, the negative and the positive. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely positives I see in that uh, our power grids were created a hundred years ago. You know? Right. They are. Yeah, you'll see crews out there updating them or putting a new pole down or something. But for the majority of our power grid, it's old, it's worn, it's breaking down. Yeah. And we can't put that much reliance on it anymore. It's not even supposed to be around this long. Right. You know? did, did, like for America, did you know we have like three power grids? Yeah. And, you know, so there's an east, mm -hmm. a west, and then there's Texas. Because, you know, Texas. Because we wanted Shout to out. privatize our electric grid. Yeah. So we uh, annexed our power grid. Yep, we did. Mm -hmm. That's a Texas joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah, I mean, the power, I mean, there's so much, so many things that can be brought up to in a more innovative times like mm -hmm. because we did something for 100 years doesn't mean we have to do it the same we can make very it very true very true we can make it better i mean who likes change but everybody every every mom has said this change can be for the good change you know? can be for the good and as we're seeing i mean i'm seeing a lot more teslas on the road i'm seeing a lot mm -hmm. more other evs on the road i'm seeing more solar panels on roofs when i first saw it it was like a, what's on the oh are those solar panels oh, that's kind of cool yeah and then i'm like oh there's more oh there's some more over there and there's some more over there yeah. you know like growing up i always thought like oh you have solar panels on your roof man you must be rich yeah because <laughs> like i thought i don't know why i thought you had to be rich to that's... save money on like on like electricity <laughs> mm -hmm. i don't understand how i thought that but i guess i did no it makes sense it's like not the normal thing you see so it's mm -hmm. kind of extravagant you know, and that's the same thing with Tesla's growing up. And by growing up, I mean like last, what, five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, if I saw a Tesla on the road, I was like, oh, wow, nice. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and it like, was a statement. Follow it down the road. Like, where's that going? Yeah. You know, and now I see three Teslas driving next to each other. Yeah. You know? I mean, EVs back then, you're like, oh, we can sell. You're very eco-friendly. Like mm -hmm. you, it's a statement. You're, you're really shouting out to yeah. the world. Like, 
I care about the earth. Mm-hmm. And now it's just so easy to buy them. So yeah, because it's them. popular. And although, you know, we all want the world to survive and we want it to be in its cleanest, healthiest form. Right. We're not doing something unless it's popular. Majority of us, you know. Yeah, that can be, that's sometimes it can be like that. Yeah. And not only that, but we, the only thing to bring like a lot of eyes and attention to the innovation of things is to mm-hmm. generally flood the that area with competition. And mm-hmm. that's what EVs are hugely going into. Right. And that is with Tesla. They had a stranglehold on the whole thing, the whole like market for it because they were like known as the best ones to do it at the time. Yeah. But then you have the Lucids. You have the uh, yeah. Rivians. You Mustang have Mustang with their Mach-E. Mustangs, Mach-E. Yeah, you Ford got the Ford with like Lightning. electric cars. Yeah, they're Ford coming out the whole line of them. GM. Yeah. They have. They're coming out with all of their brands. They have yeah. electric cars. Coming and is out. it just me, or does it seem like it was overnight? Like you see a couple of Teslas on the road, you know, eight years ago, and then like a year ago, you just see all these commercials: EV here, EV here, mm-hmm. EV for this manufacturer. Like any brand of car you normally like you can buy right. their ed or ev of it, uh, edition and yeah. and i i apologize again to the Oscars because i might not know all the facts but i i believe it was i think it was when uh biden took office mm-hmm. that a lot of the change might have happened energies. and i know that renewable energies were a big part of his platform mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong i think you're right i could yeah. be wrong but I know that he set a lot of rules and I know individual states set rules like California. Like mm-hmm. I think it's either by 2030 or 2035 it's soon. Yeah. They're banning the selling of gas powered vehicles or mm-hmm. combustion engines entirely. So even lawnmowers you can't buy, I believe that Which are, crazy. they have a combustion, engine. which forces these companies to make a change. Yes. You no, know? they have to now consider like a lot of their lineup being more EV centric. Right. And if California is doing it, other people are going to want to follow other states. Exactly. Not all of them, but a good majority. And then we know we keep progressing, we keep moving, and we make change something that can be comfortable for I feel like Texas would be last on that list. You know, I would think so too. Maybe at least rural Texas. Yeah. But more of the cityscape Texas, just driving around here, you know, you can see how much has changed over the years. Right. And know? and not 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 for the selling of EVs cuz mm-hmm. there's also the different laws like EV companies are not allowed to have de- or they're they are not allowed to sell their cars in dealerships, I believe. There there's a rule, there's an actual law for it that electric companies are not allowed to sell. I believe it's in Louisiana and they have one store like Tesla, they have one store in Louisiana where mm-hmm. they're not allowed to sell EVs and other than use it by like agreeing to use a dealership like a lot of the companies that we use mm-hmm. like ford and everything they sell their cars through dealerships right that's what it's always been that's what yeah. everyone knows it by uh, of course ev companies don't really want to do that like all the Lucids and teslas they have stores right where they have one car they have a few cars out back that you, you can just buy it online you can buy yeah. it online it'll yeah. show up at your doorstep and that's really convenient but a lot of states don't like that and i bet it's really pricey to do that i bet electric car companies are saving money in like more of the online retail, more of having these small stores where you can put in popular corners of cities, you know, mm-hmm. and bring in that attention. Mm-hmm. And then they go out and, you know, they look it up online. Cause I know uh, a few years ago we had a Tesla store in Tulsa where I grew up. Um, and it was super cool. Right. Everybody wanted to check it out. Right. So we all did. It was we like all an looked. Apple store. Yeah, exactly. Like an Apple store. And then you could even drive one. 
Exactly. And all you needed was a driver's license. Mm-hmm. I was ready to give them, you know, like my social security number and my anything. bank account and my first pet. Yeah. You know, but it's like prime today. People yeah. People just want it. Right. And all they needed was um, my driver's license. And then I could go and take one out for an hour. And so me and my friend went to the Tesla store. We gave them our driver's license. And then we rode around town in Tesla's like Dang. the coolest people yeah. in town having a great time trying it out and then wanting Tesla's, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy one. He didn't buy one. But there are definitely many people out there that eventually probably were like, okay, you know what? I'm going to switch. I really like yeah. this. And you know? I mean, it's, they, they really get you with the long-term saving. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like with, ga- sorry, excuse me, when gas prices were going up, especially during COVID, mm-hmm. people were, the, everyone who had an EV were just like laughing at everyone else. Like, come True. on. I, they're saving so much so money. So much money. Because it, on average, to fill up an EV is going to be around $10, you know, if even that, less. If that. Yeah. And quick, well, not quicker, of course, but I mean, like mm-hmm. you, you're, you're less convenienced by it because you're, you go home, you plug it in and then you never have to worry about a gas station because keep if, driving by gas stations. My, my, um, aunt, uh, shout out on April. Hi, how you doing? Um, she actually has a Mach-E. Oh, um, really? Mustang Mach-E? Yeah, she does. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's super cool. Right? Wow. I know. Um, and I think she made a joke about, you know, driving past gas stations and you know waving to them <laughs> on her way by um i'm gonna come check that out i'm gonna come drive your Mach-E. um that must be expect fast. me instant um, torque i know it's crazy um and yeah that's just kind of how we live and um my aunt isn't the first person i would assume to you know go get an electric car but i think that's right. where we are you know yeah. anybody is is going and getting one now yeah. you know it's not just like an early mover an early innovator it's your regular general population yeah not that you're regular on april i love you you're amazing um but yeah i mean it's it's just crazy how far we've come we have and mm-hmm. um it's just it's interesting to see that a lot of it, there's also going to be parts of it where people like of the older generation are going to find where like if they want to buy like a really Mm-hmm. muscle car yeah like did you see that like dodge their demon the dodge demons their last one Oh. I, I believe it's going to be their last one. Okay. Just like the Viper, I believe, stopped manufacturing on theirs uh-huh. a few years ago. But like a lot of the like things will shift. Yeah. Our generation is going to see like we grew up with just regular gas cars right. and gas stations. And then eventually we're going to get to the point where we might see it one people, one or a few people like actually just having a combustion engine. Yeah. And maybe gas stations will be harder like- to find. Yeah, or they'll have to switch over into EV chargers, mm-hmm. and which would be interesting because then a gas station would not be like a like a quick thing. You know how they're all like, I know in, in Tulsa and here we have Quick Trip. Mm-hmm. We also had like Come and Go. We just had these gas stations named for their convenience and their fast pace. Right. But with an EV, it's going to take a little bit longer to charge. So now it's going to be like, come and stay, hang yeah. out. Yeah, you honestly, know? you might be fine. Like rest stops would be more of a rest stop. Right, exactly. And you can sit down, maybe grab a bite to eat. Uh you know, do some stuff online, whatever you're doing, but right. it's, it's more of like a community builder at this point rather than a come get your gas and go. Right. You know? And it's, and this is, and this is what we want. We want an investment towards our future. Yeah. We want the future generations to have a better time, a better time than the way we left it. And we mm-hmm. want to just keep progressing with the innovation of batteries, battery storage, because we have to store all of our electricity. We do. We got to yeah. in- innovate that. We have mm-hmm. to update the electric grid. We got to make sure that the because if we use EVs a lot more, then the electric grid is going to be stressed. So it needs True. to make sure that it can handle all that traffic. Right. Yeah. And then I think with enough time and all this progression, like solar panels and mm-hmm. things on roofs, 
because um, I know for one, my Arca architect teacher, professor back in college, he had solar panels on his roof mm-hmm. and he was selling all of the electricity back to the electric company. Right. You know, how many years before a majority of us are selling our electricity to the electric company? We completely 180 that mm-hmm. entire business. Exactly. You know, the business model. I mean, what, a hundred years ago, you wouldn't expect someone to be selling whatever, like their gas back to yeah, the, back gas, to the company. gas company. It doesn't right? make any sense because yeah. you would just use it. But mm-hmm. yeah, every house is probably going to have like, you know how like Tesla batteries are outside homes, mm-hmm. outside homes. They'll probably charge the battery at their house, yeah. power their house. And, and then if it's like, even when power outages, mm-hmm. people need to, tr- Definitely. to power their homes. So they would use a generator yeah. or they could just develop solar panels or another way of renewable have energy. that stored battery. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, a lot of problems can be solved that way. And granted, I mean, um, a lot of renewables and EVs are not going to be beneficial in some areas that could be harder to get around in. Like, True. Uh, different environments could call for different uses of, like, different kinds of, like, EVs. Like, with tra- like trucking, mm-hmm. we, like, Tesla really liked their 18-wheeler and mm-hmm. is supposed to provide the best... Uh, power and they'll be able to lift a lot, pull a lot and stop a lot faster. So it's like those, we want to innovate all businesses, all right. business models. They want to, they want to rise the tide and rise all the ships that are on that tide for mm-hmm. that use energy. Not just that single person mm-hmm. or that single consumer, but entire industries. Right. And it, yeah. Just not, uh, not just automobiles, but yeah, it could be shipping, could be airplanes. Right. I mean, they have electric airplanes. They're just not that popular. All right. Well, Neither were electric cars. Exactly. You know? So tell me, like, the layout, you know, the infrastructure we have, is it coming along? Is it ready? Does there need to be more progression? Um, like, say, you're going on a trip across the country. Are you going to be able to make it to enough chargers to charge your car from New York to California? You know? Well, I mean, actually, the northern part of the U.S., and again, granted, I might not have all the facts, but I know that the northern part of the U.S. are very laid out with uh, electric like with charging stations mm-hmm. in tesla they have a su- I, I don't know if it's a subscription-based kind of program that they have but it can potentially say oh you're driving this direction there's a ev stop ready for like charger ready. like 100 miles over there and mm-hmm. then you can from there you can take it that way so it really likes to design your route mm-hmm. if you were trying to go across country uh, around the charging stations and they yeah. even have i believe uh, you know that do you know the famous race to get across the country from i believe it's new york to la uh, and i could get those cities wrong but it's a it's essentially a race from one end of the country to the other okay and they yeah. i believe they're trying to do that with evs and like yeah. they're trying to up the, like because with like nascar a lot of other like a lot of industries are going to change right and, and i remember what was I going to say? I was going to say that, like, yeah, the northern part of the U.S., they have a lot of the fast chargers that we're going to be in. Like, they can fast charge up to 80% of a car's battery probably within 30 to an, an hour. Okay. And that's, that's and your phone does that. Like, that's really, that's yeah. very innovative. So, you don't have to worry that if you're going cross, cross country that you can't take your EV. You know, you yeah. got you to gotta find your gas-powered yeah. old-timey vehicle. Yeah, like back in the day, that, yeah. was, that was a worry. But now mm-hmm. it's getting a lot more easier to do. Yeah. And you so can do that. It's safer. It's more convenient. Um, and you can rely on that EV to get you where you need oh, to yeah. go. You know? And I think that's a really important part because nobody wants to be an early innovator if it's just going to fail you. You know, right. everybody's worried that the infrastructure isn't there. You know, you see a gas station on every corner. You're not mm-hmm. worried. When you get in your car, you're not like, oh, man, am I going to find gas? Mm-hmm. You know, this is Mad Max. Um, but that concern can be there for a lot of people with EVs. 
Yeah. But we're at that stage where it's not really becoming a concern anymore. Like we're, we're innovating so quickly now Mm -hmm. that, um, not only is there more than Tesla, there's, you know, dozen different manufacturers, but there's a dozen different ways to charge your car along the way. Right. You know, whether you want to stop at a Cinemark or a grocery store or, you know, a rest stop Mm -hmm. or anywhere else that might have these chargers ready yeah, and, for you to go. And especially if you are going places, like if I want to go get pick up groceries, that takes 20 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You could charge your charge car, your car back to hundred percent. It's just yeah. like casually charging your phone. If you were to like not use your phone and you would be able to go anywhere and like you could plug in your car and yeah. if maybe eventually we can get to the point where you can charge your, charge your car when it while it's parked and you don't have to worry about plugging it in. Like maybe we can get to a point where that's innovative, right. where we can, and like there, there, there's tons of uh, different ideas, like electrifying the roads, and you can mm-hmm. worry like how electric trains they have right. the wires above and how they can are continuously power, powered, powered, continuously powered, yeah. and you know stuff like that. And yeah, I'm very excited to see where EVs will take. Yeah. So, question, mm-hmm. um, just from what you believe or what you think, how many years before you arrive at a Walmart and half the parking lot is chargers you know chargers of, or yeah, evs as ev chargers EV you know chargers. instead of just like maybe five over here and five over there for whoever has it how, how long before ha- at least half the parking lot owns an ev and needs a charger now with this i'm going to put myself right here in texas mm-hmm. and and if for those who don't know like texas we have one of we have like houston is known for oil and gas mm-hmm. they're right. one of the epicenters for oil and gas companies Mm -hmm. so if i was to sit here me in texas seeing an ev like half the parking lot full of evs and ev chargers i would say my prediction would be 2035 okay so like 10 ish 15 ish years yeah and i would say hopefully that's and hopefully like laws or general public outcry would force that I, i hopefully that we don't just go back to like, we're very set in our ways Mm -hmm. and like how oil and gas was very like, we'll give you gas. You go to the gas company, you go to the gas station, you get your gas, you go live your life. Like innovate that. And I bet you that might happen by 2035. Okay. Especially with the 30 rule. Yeah. And I think another, I think a big problem with any big industry change is standardization. So Mm -hmm. making sure that we're all on the same page about how we do something, say like charge our cars. Mm -hmm. Because right now I know that there's different kinds of chargers for different vehicles. So like, I think the one thing is that Tesla has their own and then everybody else has another. What do you think? Is this going to be like an Apple versus everybody else type of thing where we're just going to continue down this route? And if you have a Tesla, ooh, you get your own separate chargers. But then if you have anything else, you're going to have these type of chargers or are we going to standardize across the board? It's an interesting point. I think, I mean, if I was to recommend, I would hopefully ask that all EV companies consider having a universal port. Right. So, I mean like the USB-C to everything. Mm-hmm. It is a general port that usually everyone has, but like in this case, you could say Apple. Apple yeah. They have the lightning port mm-hmm. where they want to be special. And <laughs> of course <laughs> you could say the same thing about Tesla, like how they have their own plug-in. And I believe you can add, you can get a cap or a converter for oh, the convert, yeah. plug-in and mm-hmm. then you could plug any of your Tesla into any of the universal port that okay. should be. And I feel like that should be the standard. So like it'll everyone, be like, like gas state, like when you fill up your car, it's the same thing to fill up your car with. It's yeah. Cause yeah, when it comes to cars, yeah. there is no difference or variation. Yeah. It is always, always, always the same. You don't have to worry about yeah. that. Granted, um, the gas is different, but like, mm-hmm. 
you True, feel like the, the way you way. fill it up yeah. yeah but the gas you choose might be different yeah so maybe i see like one of two things like what you said mm-hmm. tesla owners just carry around a dongle like yeah. uh like macbook users used to do all the time exactly. you know or maybe these chargers have like um, a diesel option and a unleaded option. They have a, a Tesla charger and then like a universal yeah. charger. And so that, that you can sense. use it whether you have one or the other. Right. You know? And hopefully by then we'll have a way to not only having to plug it in, like maybe we can figure out a way to where it's that's automated. Mm. But Grant, I can't like wish uh can't yeah. wish like innovation but you're I, not I innovating agree. this like with tesla right now you're not talking to them and drawing up some you schematics. know what's so funny huh. margaret i don't think you've ever known this about me but i remember i went to a camp when i was i believe i was in middle school i mm. tesla was just releasing their model y or the model it's the first car i think it's the model x okay their sedan i wish I this knew. was before yeah. their suv and I remember I we were I asked about it was a science camp and I was talking about like supercapacitors and yeah. the need for them and for those in the audience capa- like a general capacitor is essentially a temporary hold in electricity I don't know if that's the best way to describe it but like a, essentially whenever you were dim the lights in a room mm-hmm. that's a capacitor okay that changes the output right and determine like it, like it puts it through like a resistor or. I don't know the best way to describe, it. but essentially like dimming the lights, like dimming, yeah. changing the output yeah. of the current of electricity. That that's essentially what the capacitor changes. And okay. in order to, and like I had this idea as a kid because mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I'm a kid, I have the most brilliant ideas because who wouldn't be at like 12 years old? Right. Yeah, you're just um, an extraordinary 12 year old. But I always thought like, why don't you, whenever you break or whenever your tires roll, why mm-hmm. don't you have some kind of generator in your wheels or in the wheelhouses mm-hmm. that allowed to produce like electricity as you coast right or as you break and mm-hmm. they have that now they have that now with they breaking. do yeah and i thought why i asked one of my teachers or one of the camp counselors i think because this was at a camp and i said why why can't we do that he's like oh because the capacitor technology doesn't exist yet like we don't have a way to store that har- store the electricity uh-huh. and convert it into a battery like fast enough right that i i, I could see how that would be kind of beyond the means we had at that point in time exactly but, but this was only like 10 years ago right and we're innovating so quickly now we are. Like that is something we can do and i, I was looking at that because i was actually um interested in evs like a lot of people but didn't have time to actually fully go into it but yeah the way um evs store up more electricity and energy say like you mm-hmm. want to charge your phone or you need your headlights on you know mm-hmm. when you break it is literally creating right and storing that uh, kinetic energy that you have mm-hmm. into potential energy kinetic energy i love right? yep Poten- storing kinetic energy into potential energy because that's i mean that's like lifting something up and then dropping it yeah. that's the different that's the change of yeah. the energy and not only that but it's um in order to get those capacitors to go into the batteries we have to make sure that it can hold even more but more charge True. like that we have to go into the chemistry and the science behind uh, the the energy density mm-hmm. um, and that is generally the amount of power that you can store in a certain amount of space mm-hmm. and lithium ion is one of the best at it that we currently have and right. this, which is why it's in everything that we own because mm-hmm. it has a very high energy density ratio compared to its amount of space right because when you go to the store every battery you buy is lithium ion yeah know? and a lot of the times like with like car batteries what we had lead acid we had lead acid for car batteries mm-hmm. and that's generally just converting a chemical into electricity and then you have lithium ion which 
science and uh, <laughs> and there's just there's just, just a bunch of different kinds and i again i probably can't go into everything about it because i feel like i could say something but i don't know if i'm gonna be 100 right about it it's all right um yeah i think the main point is that you know future we'll see what happens you know yeah. but for right now evs are looking pretty cool i mean if you think about it vehicles have only really been around for 100 years true a little over 100 years yeah and that's it's time crazy. to innovate. It's time to change. Yeah. You know, it's a little overdue, actually. You know? Definitely overdue. Yeah. I mean, you could look at a bunch of things. Like, the iPhone wasn't created until, what, 17 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, and now it's the only thing we know. You know, the like... The only it, thing... The, yeah. It is it is yep. the phone. It is the yeah. phone. I mean, generally, what, uh, like... DNA for solving crimes didn't exist until the late 90s True. or the mid 90s. Yeah. So like, <laughs> there's a bunch of things that are being innovated as we speak. And if you think about it, we're so young in the process of this. Mm-hmm. But we st- we at the same time, our expectations are we're not fast enough in our innovation. Like True. Everyone wants the end point. Right. Right. But like, it's hard to get there because we, we're, we're so focused on trying to make it now and learn. But... One of the things I was mentioning earlier, and I, um, again, I don't want to be negative at all about mm-hmm. EVs because the technology is beautiful, but it's the fact that I always wanted to stress to people, like, whenever we design the EVs or we design cars, we want to make sure to take into account the effect that we leave mm-hmm. when it needs to be thrown away, okay. when it needs to be. And EVs are generally one of the really great things about because you can, there's they can be melt down they can be reused a lot of the materials can be reused so okay. that's what's one of the beautiful things yeah about evs is that like with ga- with gas you burn it and then right it will release greenhouse gases into mm-hmm. the atmosphere where evs you can just charge reuse and no yeah emissions. so there is a nice circle of life that comes yeah. about in evs that you just do not get in you know gas-powered vehicles nah. and we're helping, you know, we're actually doing something about our planetary crisis and most people are just like, well, it's cool to drive. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, I mean, for, for EVs, I, I've always like known like, Oh, EVs are nice. They're very good to be, they can be cost efficient whenever it comes Mm -hmm. to like saving on gas. But what do you think it would need to take for the average family to not even consider it just to buy it? Just to get it? Be like, oh, yeah, we can, we need, we, when you get your car, I'll get you, I'll get you the EV. I think it's the same thing that it was when the Model T came out. First of all, it has to be affordable for the average family. Right. If it's a luxury, then it's already not for the average family. What price do you think that would be? You have to have a model that is within the fifteen to twenty-five thousand dollar range, which we're sense. not, you know, far off from. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a doable thing right there. But mm-hmm. then the other thing for average families to have is just to see it. Mm-hmm. If we're not seeing it, we don't know what to expect out of it. But the minute we start seeing it more and we start start talking about it more, um, and that that mindset is in people's heads, then it's not a thing that we're like, should we? It's just a why wouldn't we mm-hmm. at that point? You know? Right. And I think, I think the major change, I think the major thing that's going to sell people mm-hmm. eventually, like hopefully by 2030 or 2035, like we get there. But if we can make sure to double the combustion range of cars mm-hmm. into EVs, no one's going to be considering a gas car. True. 
if you if I can tell you like True. I'll sell you a Tesla and it will get you it will give you six hundred to seven hundred miles. Yeah, you would never consider. No, and it's all about the convenience. And I think that's something that people bring up a lot is what's the range on it. Mm-hmm. When I mean, there's there's going to be those people that are very specific about the range on their gas powered vehicle. Right. But when you go, not a lot of people are like, all right, what's the range on my gas powered right. car? I need to know that. It's not something in their heads. Yeah, you know. But for some reason, and you know, people want to be specific. They're looking at EVs and like, all right, what's the range? I need to know the range. Right. Because and it's charge time. And charge what's time. What's that going to be? And that's because it's it's new and it's not entirely reliable to everybody yet. Yeah. But once it is at that point, like 600 miles, and that's a well-known thing, people aren't going to be, all right, what's the range? If they know to expect at least five, 600 miles, they're just going to care about what color it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I mean, like right now, they're, they're they people want to be sold. Like they mm-hmm. like sell me on EVs. Yeah. Like reason why to buy it. And I think the only reason why we're seeing so much as I feel like maybe we're trying to like force that, like we're mm-hmm. really trying to force you to, we're, you know, like we're, we're speeding up the process of like getting you to trust it, sell it. Yeah. Like, Hey, I want you to know that we're only selling EVs. Like, right. Hey, yeah. If you're going to come to us, consider getting an EV. Yeah. You gotta sell it first in their minds before you sell it on their bank accounts. I exactly. I think Tesla's yeah. probably what 50 plus. That's, that's a really nice yeah. car you can get for 50 plus in a combustion engine. Mm-hmm. You can get a brand new BMW for like 50 plus. Yeah. Really nice one. Yeah. So we got to bring that cost down, but I mean, we're going places <laughs> we're going. and we're innovating. We're innovating right. as a society, as a society. And generally we're getting better. We're, we're more knowledgeable about our electricity use. We know how we get it. We know where it's going. We know about our carbon emissions. We mm-hmm. know about our carbon footprint. We're doing a lot better as a society. Knowledge is power. I like yeah. it. Amen. All right. Well, I think that's a really good place to, you know, bring it to a close. Um, EVs, I think this is a really good discussion Mm -hmm. and just to kind of talk about how we feel about it. Um, if you guys have any thoughts about it or feels in general about this whole scenario and EVs, let us know, Mm -hmm. please. Happy to talk about it. Um, and then also check us out on the social media platforms, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, um, everywhere. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much, James. Thank you for having me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, and hopefully this is one less thing you didn't know, or maybe a whole lot of less things you didn't know. And I hope to God I didn't fail any other engineers who might be listening to this, and I apologize if I am. I just yeah. want to know. We're going to start apologizing at the end of all of our podcasts, just in case we misrepresented something. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> it's good. But anyway, thank you again, James. Thank you I for really having me appreciate on. It. I appreciate being here. Yeah. Again, I'm Josh. This is What You Didn't Know, and we will catch you on the next one.